Welcome to Full Circle with Lika, a place of self-expression and holistic exploration of the human experience. I am honored to welcome you on this journey towards liberation, joy, and freedom. Make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into spirituality, mindset, self-development, and random stories filled with life lessons. Let's step together in that space where we get to unleash our own magic. In my previous episode, I talked about the relationship we have with money and I wanted to deepen this juicy subject. To give you context and a little bit of a backstory, I shared already in my previous episode that I used to have this very sick and healthy relationship with money. Because whether we want it or not, we have a relationship with money. Money is present in our society. It's present in our day-to-day life. If you're working or if you have your own business and you're receiving payments, if you're um, eating food, I mean, except if you live completely off the grid and just exchanging goods for goods, like money for sure is present and has an impact on your life. So whether you want it or not, whether we want it or not, we have a relationship with money. So during the past two and a half year, maybe three years, I've been so devoted and committed to healing my relationship with money because I mentioned the broke yoga teacher energy, the broke girl energy, the rejecting money so hard and thinking that money is the root of all evil. And then I started to listen to podcasts and sign up for courses. And when I say that I was committed and devoted to healing that relationship, I mean hours and hours, an amount of energy, an amount of resources. I invested my money to heal my relationship with money. I invested my time, I invested my presence and I was sometimes going to bed at 4am because I was following a workshop that was happening in the other side of the world but I was so devoted and committed and I'm not suggesting doing that, I'm suggesting respecting your sleep rhythm and doing whatever feels good for you but at the time I was so passionate and so involved and invested into healing that because it was a source of suffering so much in my life. And I kept blaming the system, the government, my parents. I kept blaming the circumstances and I just wasn't feel good around money. And one of the first practices that I have done a long time ago is to write a letter to money. And so if you think about relationship with money, if you don't realize that you are in a relationship, one of the things that really helped me was to imagine that money was a person, that money was a whole entity, because I do believe it is. And now I do fully believe it is, but I had to pretend it was when I didn't fully believe that. So I started writing a letter, expressing really how I felt, being fucking honest and true and sharing what I actually felt. To me, the best medicine to 
everything in the world, my the source of my own liberation, whether it's money, sexuality, my mindset, the way I feel, my confidence, it always comes from truth. Every time I can break a little bit my ego, break a little bit my identity, break a little bit what I think that I should be doing or should be feeling or should be being, should be, (laughs) or every time I break a little bit of all the lies that I'm telling myself in order to protect myself, I don't do that because I, you know, I do that because my system feels like I need protection. So it's okay. But the more I'm honest, the more I take a deep look at myself in the mirror and I can tell the truth, the more liberated I am. So when I wrote this letter to money, I was fucking real. And I was telling money, I fucking hate you. You're a source of suffering in my life. And when you're gone, I'm afraid and I want to own you. I always want more of you. And I wish you were more present, but you're not. And why are you not? And I'm so angry at you because you created a lot of suffering in my family. Because of you, we had some fight. Because of you, I don't have what I want. And I just spend a very dedicated time to write it all down. And I'm just sharing a few things that came up. But I was also like... You know, I'm grateful for you because I've been able to um, study because of you. I've been able to have all those wonderful things that I have right now on me and in my room. And I just said everything that was on my heart and mind. But I remember writing this first letter. It was a lot of hate, a lot of suffering, a lot of pain, a lot of rejection, a lot of tension in my body. And then... A few months later, as I've done a lot of practices, a lot of healing among many, many, many things. And I'm not going to share everything in this podcast because I think it's a very personal journey for everyone to go on. And what I have done to heal my um, relationship to money will probably be different from you, even if you can be very inspired. So I came back to write another letter to money, reconnecting with her. I, I, I think it's a feminine force. Um, so I'm like, and I'm writing that letter and I can see the sense of peace and ease that came. It was still like, you know, I'm very worried when you're not around and please be more in my life. But it was more gentle, it was more soft and I was more grateful. I was like, damn, because of you, I can connect with all those people and because of you and facilitating exchange I don't have to trade um, something that I own against something else I can just use you as a tool and I'm so grateful for you and so I could that was you know just a reflection of how much I've like grown and healed and then I had a period of my life after that second letter where I'm like I should connect with money every single day Because even though I'm doing the healing, it's a lot of mindset, it's a lot of my inner work. Um, But I forgot that it was about relation, relationship with with that energy. So I'm like, I'm going to connect with money every single day. And so it meant me creating an altar, a beautiful ceremonial space every single morning of my life, burning some Palo Santo, lighting up a candle, 
um, having all my senses very activated, really, you know, clearing the space and opening my computer, opening a Google Sheet and writing down, like connecting all my bank accounts, seeing my money, because like a big part of healing my relationship with money was, was looking at it and taking responsibility for it. Um, and not, you know, running away. Cause like I, I used to do that, you know, I didn't really know how much I had on my account. I had like an idea, but I didn't really want to look at, and I was spending and hoping that it will be fine. And, um, even when I had a lot of money, like I was still like not able to really look at it. Um, but I made the commitment to connect with it every day and I was seeing the number and I was, Taking a deep breath in deep gratitude. Deep, deep, deep gratitude. And honoring her and being like, thank you. Thank you for those numbers. And I was writing them down. I knew exactly every day how much money I had. The, the, the fluctuation of my money coming in and coming out was very, very healing. And I want to share today um, something that I wrote channeling and the energy of money, I'm like, today I didn't want to write her, I wanted her to write me, I wanted to experience her through my system, how does money feel in my body right now, and so I realized money is very happy that I take time and energy and my resources to connect and heal our relationship, and I said that, and I channeled that, because um I've been focusing on my life and I felt very healthy around money. So I felt like I didn't need that much healing anymore. And I've been focusing on many other things like my relationship to myself and my romantic lifestyle, lifestyle, <laughs> my romantic life. And um, I realized that, you know, I just invested again in, in, um, in a course by one of my favorite mentor ever, Tash Savitri. She has created this course called um, Money Matrix Healing that I invested on. And I just realized how much it is a pleasure to support the people that I value and I value their work and I value their art and the way they are and who they embody, like, and also where they circulate that money. Like, Taj is living very close by in Mexico as well. She's in Tulum and it's very special to me to invest in the people that live in the same land and that support, you know, invest their money in the things that I believe in. I really, really check now every time I invest in something, whether it's an object, a possession or a person, I really want to see further. Where is my money going? That's part of the healing as well. And so money today was like, my God, we have come so far, the two of us. Money is happy in my system, happy to be around, happy to serve me, happy that I healed my codependent relationship with it, that I gave her space to come in and to go out as she wants. She's happy that I trust her, that I love her, that I own her and own my love and devotion to her. I used to be so ashamed to say that I loved money because like, oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, what a joke. Money is happy in my life because I don't have this codependent, very toxic relationship with her. I respect her. I value her. 
I understand her. I work with her. I'm committed to having a long-lasting relationship with her. And that brings so much love, so much freedom, and so much relaxation in my body. Because it's just like a romantic relationship when you think about it. It's if, if I trust money to come and go, to know that she will be around, that she loves me, that she's here to serve me, that she's here to love me and to support me, but I don't grasp, I don't hold on to her so tight that I'm like suffocating her or I'm not like, like, fuck you, like rejecting her. Like, of course it's more peaceful. Of course I feel better. And... It's wonderful because it brings more abundance, more prosperity into my life. It makes more room for her to stay. She wants to be around. She doesn't want to be around when I'm like keeping her, like keeping her so tight and having like she wants to flow. That's why I said it's a she because I feel that feminine force in 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 money because it's a flow of energy. It's a value exchange. It's um it's a tool and something I love to share as well is, and I've learned that in um, Manifestation Bay podcast, she was like, you have to think of money as a tool. The tool is not responsible for the good or the bad that is happening in the world. Because one of my big, big, big thing is like money is the source of all evil and it's the root problem of everything. And she said, you know, if you think about it, a tool like a knife, a knife can be used by a murderer to kill someone and a knife can be used by a cook to cook the most delicious dinner ever. No matter what, the the knife is a knife, it's the same knife, it's a tool, it's neither good or bad, it's just what it is. And it's how we use it, it's our relationship with it. If we use it to do something bad, well, it's not because of the knife. If we use it to cook amazing dinner, it's not because of the knife. It's our intention. It's, it, it's, it's what we do with it. So every time we feel some sort, and now I'm going to expand it a little further than just money, it works with everything. Every time we feel, it works with God, it works with sex, it works with ourselves, it works with our bodies, it works with our mindset it works with our businesses every time we feel some sort of tension when we think or connect with something it usually means that there are some healing there is some healing to be done when we feel resistance or trigger or very intense emotions towards something no matter what it is it says a lot about ourselves and it's probably something that you want to come in contact with, that you want to write letters to, just to connect, just to have a sense of where am I? Where am I in the relationship to my business? Write a letter to your business. How does it make you feel? Be honest, be real, be authentic. And it doesn't matter if it's just hate. My first letter to money it was 99% hate and blaming and shaming and, and rejecting and being very mean. And it's okay. 
it was so therapeutic and so medicinal to take a good look of where I was instead of like avoiding and not looking at it. The best medicine is always truth, in my opinion. That's only my truth, not truth with a capital T. So I'm going to leave it here. Um, all this money thing, and I mentioned in my previous podcast episode of like how with my roommate I had this moment where I looked at her and she was having so much anxiety around money, so much fear, so much like... I'm gonna die because I don't know if I can eat. I don't know if I can pay the rent. And I don't know. And it was just really fear and imagination because she was good in that moment. She had money on her bank account. Everything in the present moment was really doing well. And her business is growing and she is growing and she is resourceful and she is magnetic and she has everything. And it it doesn't prevent her. It doesn't prevent anyone from having those anxieties sometimes. And it's deeply rooted in our lineage, in our family, in our society. A lot of a lot of companies profit on that fear and that, you know, desire for more. And like, what are we gonna do if we don't have money? We we'll just die. So it triggers our survival, it triggers our deep primal instinct. Our nervous system is so it's also and I'm gonna end on that. It's also about like wealth and prosperity and abundance and money. It's a felt experience. It's in the body. So if you're doing a lot of mindset reprogramming, and that's where I started, so fair enough. But then I needed to take it to another level. The level of the felt experience, the level of the body, the level of my nervous system, because I needed to feel safe. I needed to feel safe not having money and I needed to feel safe having money. I needed to feel safe talking about money, talking to money and being in a relationship with money. And feeling safe was really a body experience. And I needed to go and find through embodiment practices. Um, I know a mentor that um, I've done a few trainings with her, um, Tori Washington. She's very good at that. She has this uh, wealth embodiment flow. I think the name is that. I'm not so sure. Um, But she does amazing work with that. And um, with all those embodiment practices, you know, like how does money make you feel? Like how does scarcity feel in your body? If you cannot hold scarcity, you will never be able to hold abundance. It is impossible. If you are rejecting scarcity and trying to fix it and think it's wrong to be in scarcity mindset and you're really searching and desiring to be in abundance, it's just like anything else. Is We have shadows and light and they're neither good or bad, they're just what it is. We live in a world where we experience polarities and contrast. And so the more we can hold our scarcity within our body and face it and make room for it, the more the abundance will show up too because they are one of the same. They are on the same spectrum. So that was another of my deep uh, learning around money. Um, and I worked a lot with one of my previous mentors, um, Aleya. Uh, she's wonderful. And um, 
we work on that. Uh, we worked a lot with the shadows. And it was very interesting because her work is very similar to mine, where there is no fixing, there is no rejecting. We're not trying to change you. We're not trying to uh, get rid of the insecurities. We're not, you know, we are spending time with the insecurities. We're spending time with fear. We're spending time with scarcity. Again, the more we can hold that in our system, the more we can hold everything we desire. So with that being said, um, this is also a part of the work that, um, that I share with my clients, whether it's in one-on-one mentorship or in Epic Woman, we, we also work on that and a lot in Business Activator. Because if we are business owners, we have to have a very healthy relationship with money because we want to bring in the money. We want to have an impact with our money. We want to give back with our money. We want to respect the money that is flowing our way from our clients we want to invest in our business we want to invest in ourselves so money is very present money is very present so um if if you would like some support around that if you would like to um go on that journey for yourself and get some some help that like again i mentioned so many mentors and workshops that i have been taking because i didn't have all those resources I needed some people to bring that frequency and to show me what it looks like to be in a healthy relationship with money because I didn't have the reference point. So you can join um, Business Activator. Links are in the show notes as usual. It will be my absolute honor. I have two spots left for Business Activator. Only two lucky ones that want to have a soulful, integrated embodied mission and grow their presence and work with their magnetic content and we do copywriting and we do rebranding and we do soul alignment so that your business is in full alignment in integrity with your core value and your essence and that you can make the impact and be the leader and the CEO you came here to be. Um, I love you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more free resources, online courses, spiritual events, coaching containers, and deep initiation work, visit my website and let's connect on Instagram.